All right. Just have to go down there and confront her myself. Find out if what she was feeling was actually genuine or if she's simply being a conniving femme fatale. Come on now, Dr. Crane. It's not like men have never used sex to get what they want. How can we possibly use sex to get what we want? Sex is what we want! And that's from Frasier. And I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner, and my show is The Rational Basis of Happiness. I'm a clinical psychologist here to take your calls, whether it's something to do with sex or romance or problems with your kids or problems at work. Pick up the phone and give me a call. My number's toll-free, 1-877-DR-KENNER. That's toll-free, 1-877-DR-K-E-N-N-E-R. And I want to welcome Nick to the show. Nick, you're having some difficulty in the area of sex, huh? Yeah, what's going on? Uh, seems like if I have sex early in a relationship, I instantly like lose interest in the girl. Okay, and how many times has that happened? Um, basically every single time except one. Okay, how many? But is that like three times, or ten times, or fifteen, or twenty? Um, like around 20 probably. 20 times. So you date someone and then early on you have, um, you become intimate with that person, you have sex with them, and then you leave them, you, you lose interest. Yeah, just like everything feels good at first and then it doesn't feel good. What do you mean by feels good? Well, I mean, it feels like it would be right and I guess sex feels like it would be the next step, which is probably wrong, but then instantly I lose interest in the girl. Okay, so you're feeling like the pacing of it is moving uh, um, properly, but how mm-hmm. soon is it? I mean, is it on the first date, the second date? Within a, from a week to a couple weeks. So you, sometimes you date as much as a couple of weeks and then you become intimate. Yeah. You're saying, okay. And um, how old are you? 24. You're 24 years old, so you've had a lot of relationships. 20? You're saying yeah, yeah. They don't they don't ever last very long. That <laughs> right. So you just roll them over very quickly. And but then what, there, yeah, go ahead. there has been one relationship that lasted like a year and a half, which is the longest I've ever had, and we didn't have sex for six months and that was the only one. And it lasted a year longer. Yeah, but she she was um how do I explain this? She was not putting it out as easily for me as some other girls, I guess. She wasn't a loose woman. Not not sex so much, just period. Like, she wasn't, she didn't commit, so it was kind of like I was chasing her the whole time. So you like the chase? Well, I, I guess I do. Is what That's the only conclusion I can come to, but the whole time I'm going through the chase, I'm wishing the girl would just commit, but then as soon as she does and she starts showing heavy feelings and emotions for me, then I lose interest. Okay, so when you have an emotion such as you lose interest, that you're just not feeling connected anymore, Mm -hmm. you want to be able to translate that into words. Capture what you might say in your mind. You know, what you might say, oh my God, what if she gets to know me? I'm anxious or I don't know how to go beyond in a relationship. I don't know what to do after this. Or, you know, I'm not sure what you say to yourself, but when you when you feel that, oh, it's all over, I have no interest in her any longer, what goes through your mind? What thoughts? Then it's just like guilt, because I know I'm fixing to hurt this girl's feelings. 
I feel like I've done something wrong and I feel bad because I told myself at the beginning, don't have sex with her, don't have sex with her, don't have sex. And then I do and I end up usually hurting their feelings, which makes me feel bad, like makes my conscience feel bad, I guess. Oh, so the pattern's a little more complicated then. What you're saying is it's not just, ooh, can I get her in bed? And then you get her in bed and say, well, that was my goal. Now I can dump her no, and move no, on to the next one. No, no, it's not at all. Like, I would love to be in, like, a meaningful relationship. So so guilt is killing you. Mm-hmm. The guilt of, of thinking that this is wrong. I shouldn't have sex with her. Because if I have sex with her, what will happen? What do you predict will happen? Usually I'm scared I'm going to lose interest in her. I mean, and I'll usually like the girl a whole lot until the point of sex. But I I don't know. I've got lots of ideas of what I should probably do, but I just wanted another opinion. Okay, what are your ideas? Um, More or less just force myself not to do anything and uh, just really, really get to know the person beforehand. I mean, actually be in love with the person before sex is involved. Okay, that's a wonderful I- idea. And you have other ideas? No, I mean, that's the only thing that I can come to conclusions that would fix things. It, it's the guilt. You want to explore your guilt, too. That's another thing you can do. Because if you're having guilt when you feel you haven't established the emotional intimacy, the connection, it will, people can have sex with, with other people and sometimes it can be that you can get that wonderful heightened feeling of romantic intimacy, a soulmate connection and sometimes it feels like you're mutually self-pleasuring together but you're both having your own fantasies or you're not connecting at all. It's like two kids in parallel play but they're not playing with each other. Yeah. And that will leave you feeling a very different emotion than the one that you're wanting, which is more of that emotional intimacy. Yeah. So emotional intimacy means that you want to learn how to run a relationship. What was your parents' relationship like? Great. Uh, They were married 25 years until my dad passed away. um, There was no problems. They never divorced or anything like that. That is unbelievable to hear because you're a kid. You're on the ins- you get the inside story. You didn't hear them bickering or because people can stay together for twenty five years, but they're not happy. My dad happy. was a he was a truck driver, so he was gone for four or five days a week. Yeah, every week. I mean, but that that worked. I mean, they liked it and it worked for them. And they were, I mean, they were both. Uh, what's the word they? Uh, they didn't cheat on each other, but there's a better word for that. Ooh, um, that uh, there was no infidelity. That yeah, they, there was they nothing were like that. I mean, they were committed both, uh, to each other. So what uh, makes you think that you can't have that when you have such good role models? I don't know. I've, uh, like I'm scared of when a girl, like, almost like when a girl falls head over heels or almost I can tell she's starting to fall for me or something. It's like it, I back off then you want to figure out what your self-talk is that causes you to back off. If you don't think you're worthy of the head over heels, you will feel guilty. Mm-hmm. If you feel like you're, if she's seeing you accurately, you're not exaggerating anything, then you will feel less guilty at least. Sometimes guilt is earned. You have exaggerated something. Sometimes it's unearned. You've done nothing wrong. With unearned guilt, you want to get rid of it. 
You want to see that the guilt is inappropriate, is not founded in reality. Listen, I, um, what I would recommend, would you be interested in any therapy at all, or is that not your style? I don't know. Like, I've actually kind of discussed this with my mom, and she, she kind of thinks, like, maybe I should, like, see someone. It, I would recommend a cognitive therapist. And there's a website, the Academy of CT for Cognitive Therapy, dot org. And you can go to that and find a therapist in your area. They will help you identify the thoughts that are actually driving uh, this pattern that you're into and give you skills to break it. Okay. Okay. And we, you talked about some of the thoughts. You definitely want to explore guilt because when any of us feel guilty, it messes up whatever goal we're after. So the mm-hmm. guilt is very good that you identified that. And waiting, getting to know someone, you can't get better advice than that the advice you were giving yourself. So you do want to get to know her well. Listen, thank you so much for your call, and I wish you some very happy emotional intimacy, real lasting emotional intimacy in the future. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner on the Rational Basis of Happiness. Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance, the serious romance guidebook by clinical psychologist Dr. Ellen Kenner and co-author Dr. Edwin Locke who's world famous for his theories in goal setting. A good antidote to reckless spending is to ask the following questions before buying anything, especially the big ticket items. What is the real reason I or we want this? Is it to show off or because it's a real value to me and my family? Would I even want this if no one other than my partner knew that I had it? Did I choose it using my own judgment or just because others said it was desirable? Is this the best possible use for this money? Is there something that would be more valuable to us in the long run, like putting it in investments or savings? You can download Chapter 1 for free by going to drkenner.com and buy it at amazon.com.